Schwarber's bed uh, for their bed, for the back of the bed, you know, where your head goes, the headboard. 69, be done. 69, be safe, be. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Politics and Pro Wrestling. I almost called it Midcard Mechanics again. We'll talk about that Mark. later. You asked me earlier oh, yeah. tonight if we should if we should change the name. I want to talk about that, but not now. All There's right. too much to get into first, Gavin. There is. There's so much has happened. So much has happened since the last time so we recorded. So much. All right. What a time to be a wrestling fan. You mind if I just, what a time to be alive. Well, Yo. not really, but well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it has its ups and downs. All right. So the last time we recorded, it's been a while. Um, we tried to record uh, a couple weeks ago. I had some tech tech issues. So that oh. episode is lost right. forever. But whatever. It was golden. Here, Five star match. <laughs> uh, just for uh, for but at a house show, a Meltzer five star classic. <laughs> yeah, another, yeah. So uh, the last time we recorded, though, it, rumors were just uh, beginning to hit the dirt sheets that CM Punk was going to make his return to the ring after over seven years in in AEW ring, and also that the American Ninja Brian Danielson was also oh. going to be making a, a return to the ring, and uh, in, in the um, Black American and Gold. Dragon. What's that? American Dragon? Yeah. Well, I guess he's not the American Dragon yet, but I think that's what he wrestled as. And I don't know. Yeah. I'm not. I don't know. I didn't know who he was. I wasn't no, watching he, wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were you were watching sports entertainment. <laughs> so that was that was that was quite a while ago. And since then, since then. The war in Afghanistan has officially come to an end. Abortion okay. is now illegal in Texas, overturning uh, the precedent oh established by the Supreme Court in Roe v. Wade. Yep. Hurricane Ida ravaged and buttfucked the entire east coast of this country, oh. starting from the Gulf of Mexico oh. all the way up through to the non consensually. Uh, I have to add. <laughs> We're back up to over 2,000 Americans dying each day of COVID. Ugh. And, uh, shit, I forgot. Oh, man. It's, uh, it was, a uh, fuck. It just happened. It was an anniversary. Fuck. <laughs> oh, 9-11. Jesus <laughs> You were supposed to never do that. <laughs> well, which is it? Is it never forget or did we forget? Because apparently there were a lot of people saying... Never forget, and a lot of people saying, I think we forgot. And I don't think either what? one of them knows what the fuck either statement means. But. <laughs> okay. Aside, so you had a rough 9-11. <laughs> so aside from all that, though. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, besides in, for all that. In addition to all those tragedies, we also There's saw. More? We also saw in the past six or eight weeks, or however long it's been, we've seen the collapse mm-hmm. Of an empire <laughs> oh. that is known as WWE, World West Wrestling Entertainment. One might say a throne has finally been broken. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, Cody Rhodes, my, my, my check, I'm sure, is in the mail. <laughs> so while um, these amazing rumors of these 
returns that uh, wrestling fans, the the IWC, the international yeah. wrestling community, has been just clamoring for and edging for forever seven years. <laughs> yeah, is <laughs> on the brink. And at the same time, what's happening in WWE? Well, Gavin, I believe that there were quite a few shakeups to the WWE roster, if I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah, I mean, since we last recorded, Mark, we have uh, lost a number a number of people from WWE have been issued their release. Uh some of them were um uh, uh future endeavored, some were not. You know, if you don't get the future endeavor rub, you know, you really pissed Vince off. <laughs> but we lost. Lost. Uh <laughs> you know, this list and reading of the names seemed like a funnier bit before 911. Uh, <laughs> geez. Uh Bronson Reed. Well, these are all uh, trademarks that they'll just let lapse. So Right. Desmond <laughs> Troy, Leon Ruff, Tyler Rust, Jake Atlas, Marci- uh, Mercedes Martinez, Asher Hale, or is it Asher? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We hardly knew ya. Gain Zangir, Zechariah, Kona Reeves, Ari Sterling, Bobby Fish, mm. Bray Wyatt, Crazy. and notably, not uh, wished best uh, on his future endeavors, Ric Flair. <laughs> and also- Ric Flair re- reportedly was angry with some booking, the way they were booking Charlotte. Uh and uh, shortly was uh, no longer signed to WWE. And that that's in addition to uh, a stretch of quite a few releases that was around the, our last few recordings that we, we never talked about in great detail because who cares? And also, some familiar faces are in new places, which we will oh, get to Braun- eventually. But- Big Strongman, also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Braun Strowman. I've heard, that, I've heard rumors that he might be going to Impact. Which would be interesting. Yeah, that seems that seems like a that seems like a better fit than AEW. Yeah, for real. So, um, so all I those be surprised to be shows back up on uh, on uh, WWE. <laughs> so all those uh, releases happening um, at the same and time. And Vince that also uh, has his new dictated his new uh, terms for future wrestlers that everyone has to be uh, over six feet under the age of thirty. And uh, preferably no experience with this indie wrestling crap. Yeah, and they um, have a very specific word for this type of wrestler that they're no longer going to be part of of NXT. Right. And you all can yeah. find it for yourselves if you want to. But they put this yeah. uh, and by derogatory then, term. Vince McMahon during a call with uh, board members or, or earnings call. Yeah, either that or in a, like a written memo. Just, yeah. you know. Class, way, unabashedly class organization through and through. So, um, all this is happening. Uh, uh so wow. on the one hand, a dub stock is just, is just going or stonk. Is that what they call it on wall street bets? Oh yeah. my God, dude. I went on wall street bets last night for the first time. <laughs> for the first time, boy, you've <laughs> missed it. A couple of interesting years. <laughs> Those people are fucking losers. Like, fuck them. <laughs> dorks. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Oh, well, okay. Now, <laughs> yeah, back over to the squared circle subreddit where people are like reasonable adults. Yeah. All right, so 
AEW stock uh-huh. is is on the rise, and WWE is just in a free fall, and people are just like, "What is happening? What are you doing?" Nick Khan, like the new shit being released from a jetliner over the ocean, <laughs> or flying into something. So oh, uh, two too giants. soon. <laughs> so um, Nick Khan, who I guess is like the president <laughs> of operations for WWE, gives gives an interview with Bleacher Report, and during this interview, he basically says like. Yeah, go ahead and blame me for all the releases, whatever. I don't care. My job is to, you know, make this make this company money, make it profitable. And he basically said that their brand is is um that they have like a formula that works for WWE. They want talented athletes without mm-hmm. experience because they want to be able to develop them into the WWE way. Of professional wrestling and and SummerSlam happened around the time that he um, gave this interview and it was an awful show. It was awful the whole way through. And um, Bianca Belair was supposed to have a match against Sasha Banks and they promoted Sasha Banks in this match all the way up to the promo right before the match, <laughs> like when they're setting at, up at the Summer ring Slam? and stuff. What was that? Was this at SummerSlam? Yeah, at SummerSlam. Like, you know, oh. in between matches when they have, like, the, the promo for the next match. So, um, Bianca Belair comes out. She looks great. She's the fucking baddest bitch of them all. I love Britt Baker, but Bianca Belair is the baddest bitch. And if those two ever fucking got oh. into a ring together, that would be amazing. But anyway, so Bianca Hell Belair, yeah. baddest bitch alive, is in the, in the ring. And then they announce Sasha Banks is no longer part of the match. Now, apparently they knew that eight days before SummerSlam and just decided not oh. to tell anybody. So, Al- well, Mark, I'm no lawyer, but <laughs> how is that different from fraud? Well, well, I mean, there's a there's who, who's, false advertising. Who's def- who's been who's been defrauded? The fans? The ones that uh, subscribed to Peacock to watch. Uh, uh, Sasha Banks in a match. You know what? Maybe we have a basis for a class action suit. Like, what if what if somebody paid money uh, to the Peacock, <laughs> to the Peacock God, paid tribute to the Peacock God to watch SummerSlam just for Sasha Banks? Like someone like I don't know Michael Cole, for example, just was really excited for Boss Time and had uh, that rug ripped out from under them. That's like that sounds like some suffering damage right there. Well, I'm sure that there have been sillier cases filed. In fact, I'm working on one right now. So, oh, <laughs> nice. So, um, I, I won't. Uh, I'll, I'll try to be really quick, but it must be discussed very briefly at a minimum because. So, Sasha Banks. Uh, I don't know. Nobody knows. Maybe it was COVID. They don't. Nobody knows. They never announced it. I never investigated because I didn't give a shit. SummerSlam was the Secret. end of WWE for me. But and and this was the moment. This was the fucking crushing moment. So um, this whole sequence, actually, this whole sequence is when I literally felt disgusted. I felt Ooh. appalled and ashamed at what I was doing with myself. It was so fucking vile. So um, you mean by watching the show? Yes, by watching the show. So uh, um, Carmella comes out instead. So Carmella comes out to the ring, and the audience is like just not having it. And apparently, the uh, the the Twitter machine said that like 
They were <laughs> they were literally on the verge of and completely losing the crowd in the stadium where the fucking Las Vegas Raiders play. Like there were over fifty thousand people there. And then, out, oh, right. then out comes Becky Lynch. And, you know, huge pop. First time we've seen yeah. Becky Lynch in the ring in, like, of course. Know, 15 months, I think. And she comes in the ring, and the man challenges Bianca Belair to a match. Bianca nice. Belair accepts. Uh, Carmella got her ass kicked and got thrown out of the ring pretty quickly. And uh, ding, ding, ding. Championship match. Now Bianca Belair Ooh. and Becky, Becky Lynch. I immediately said to Kat, Bianca has to go over. Well, Gavin, uh, <laughs> I was it a match for the ages. I would imagine a real slobber knocker between those two powerhouse uh, champions and uh, former champions. Well, so at this point, we have talked about this match longer than the match actually was because oh. uh, after like enjoying the moment and soaking in the audience and the you know the the heat and the pop. Uh, Sasha or Bianca holds out her hand to uh, to shake Becky Lynch's hand. Becky Lynch comes in close, slaps the hand out of the way. Oh, half choke slam or uh, yeah, like a half naked choke slam of Bianca Belair. One, two, three. New champion. It was huh fucking awful. <laughs> I'm so I'm here for you, bud. Just to be followed by <laughs> a Saudi Arabia promo. Oh, boy. Yeah, they're still doing that over there, aren't they? Which was also just to be followed by a patriotic promo where they oh. brought to the ring two Olympians, two American Olympian medalists who uh, medaled in wrestling. Okay. I was repulsed. I was... <laughs> So disgusting, <laughs> but I watched it. Yeah. I watched it all yeah. the way through the end. And um, oh the the best, the most charitable description of that would be tone deaf. <laughs> and then Brock the best Le- case scenario. Brock Lesnar came out at the end, and now he looks like a samurai farmer. It's very weird. I saw a picture of uh, what he was wearing, um, and then next to a picture of Dean Ambrose, and it, he looked like. <laughs> He looked like a Pokemon that had evolved just one step. <laughs> so, so th- that's that's it for me with the main roster. And I thought, oh, okay, oh. well, there's an NXT takeover. Let's check this out. And you texted me that night and said, oh, are you watching the series finale of NXT tonight? And I was just sort of like, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I'm watching it. And it was great. I mean, the matches were fucking awesome. Walter sure. and this Russian guy had, like, just... Uh, fucking brutal five-star match i mean these two oh yeah these two guys were just slapping the beating the shit out of each other it was <laughs> slapping each other silly it was it was it was insane <laughs> it was fucking wow. insane and and that was it nxt is is now something completely different paul levesque is no longer running it also known nope. as trips also known as triple h also known as hunter hearst helmsley also known as <laughs> vince mcmahon's son-in-law and he's yeah. no longer running NXT. Bruce nope. Pichard and Vince McMahon are running it. Pichard. And you you discovered tonight that it's yep. called NXT 2.0. That's right. Breaking news as we are uh, recording now, NXT, or maybe it's over now. I Who knows? I don't know how long. It's it over is. now. 
uh, Kevin Dunn was there running it. Uh, and, uh, they, their new set is, it has so many colors on it. I don't know that it's entirely suitable for cameras. <laughs> so I don't know that someone thought that through. Um, and it's also called NXT 2.0. They, uh, really shoehorned it. 2.0 with even more colors into the logo and it it i didn't see it at first it kind of popped out like a magic eye thing after a while uh but yeah it's right there nxt with a new logo and 2.0 uh really really feels like uh you know back in the attitude era when everybody was getting those america online discs sent to them at home <laughs> and uh you could go visit wwe's web zone everybody got like, that the the surge random mixtape cd sample. right yeah after and after raw tonight check out aol keyword wwf <laughs> it has that kind of a feel so they're really pushing this is nxt 2.0 remember that old shitty promotion we used to have remember those fucking shitty matches between gargano and champa oh yeah man no one had Sammy fun Zane with those. And nakamura Sammy. oh Finn Balor, kevin owens all gone. This is 2.0. This is all new. We're sweeping all that garbage away. FTR. Oh, fuck, right. I mean, just think about like what, what Paul Levesque was trying to build. That all-time class... Uh, 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 Bailey Sasha Banks. Oh, yeah. Remember those all fucking the, matches? All, Holy fuck. All the women. All, basically, all the... The horse women. The entire women's roster all came up through mm-hmm. NXT for, for the most part. Yeah. Trips, oh, yeah. Trips was building what AEW is. That's what we had hoped it would be. We all remember we pinned our hopes on NXT as being the one true pro wrestling. Well, yeah, I and and it was, yeah, and and, and mm-hmm. you could tell Triple H like uh, what he was building and the type of wrestlers that that they brought in on NXT are pretty much the same type of wrestlers in AEW. They're yeah. a lot of the indie guys, a lot of people that just really know how to like basically work a crowd because they're the only like it. So, uh, well, the, it's all gone now, Mark. <laughs> all right down the toilet. You can't unflush that. The indies are kind of like the territorial. They're like the territories. They're like a modern territory thing. And kind of. And WWE doesn't do territories anymore because it bought the territories and it's its own territory. AEW is like a member of the EU. Uh, you got your uh, Impact, you got your GCW, you got your New Japan, uh, great foreign relations. Uh, and then you got WWE, which is like their own Brexit over there. <laughs> They're just, they can do it all on their own. WWE uh, is so American and the, the WWE universe can just, this is the shit we make and they're going to love it. <laughs> and they do. And it's, it's now it's out my balls and it's nothing but just trying to create big moments without telling stories. Well, Mark, the season's changing. It's fading from summer to fall. And I think I've decided, uh, once again, like I do almost every season to resolve myself to only look at the things that I really enjoy about wrestling and try not to think too much about, well, the WWE (laughs) and, uh, this past week, week and a half, really, we have seen so much great fucking wrestling. Well, hold on a second. Oh, did you have more? I'm so sorry. I just, uh, I, 
I need to ask two things of you. Ooh. Very well. And I know you're going to have to edit this in later, so these are, oh, okay. are big requests. One, I think we need a 10-bell salute for WWE. Oh, does it need all 10? <laughs> it can be quick. Here, I'll start it now in the background while we talk. Cause, okay. Uh, do we have to be silent during the... There's one. Do we need to... All right. I have a quick, I have a quick anecdote for you. So, sure. Um, we, we went to a nose game Friday, and during the seventh inning stretch, they played... Mm-hmm. They sang some patriotic song, but it was like Land... What, I don't know. Land of the Free, maybe? It wasn't God Bless America, and it wasn't the Star Fangle Banner. And I just, like, looked Or Thank God at, I'm a Country Boy? That's the other one. No, it, it wasn't that one either. But I, just, I looked at Kat and our friends that we were with, and I was just like, is this a Hand Over Your Heart song, or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's only one of those. <laughs> and then right after that, these uh, three guys I'm behind Orthodox us. Patriotic. <laughs> Right after that, these three guys behind us tried to start a um, fuck Joe Biden chant. Can you imagine going to a baseball game when Trump was president and trying to start a uh, fuck Donald Trump chant in the middle of a baseball game? Of course. Just to disrupt. I imagine starting that chant everywhere I went. (laughs) Yeah, but do you act on that impulse is what I'm saying. No, I just. I've been to an Orioles game with you and at no point did we say, you know, well. Also, there was no crowd. Because it was 20, <laughs> not COVID, 2018, 2019, you know, regular Oriole season, <laughs> practicing social distancing for almost 40 years. Um, no, but like that, ugh, that's just, what a fucking way to disrupt someone's nice evening at the ballpark. <laughs> have we have you rang the bell 10 times by now? Uh, I guess I lost count. I think it's like, it's 10. It's, you know what, Mark? It's 10 equivalent. (laughs) Now my second request. And I don't know, maybe if only we had the license, the rights to play um, Mm -hmm. St. Vincent's daddy's home, because I think we need to talk about the triumphant return of CM Punk to the ring. Because... (laughs) 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 <laughs> did not know where that was going that was fantastic yes of course we do oh man we watched it together in your basement <laughs> it was so much fun to watch wrestling uh, in person with you again and for a historic moment yeah you know what i really need you to hit me with the sweet stuff right now oh oh Wait, you mean Jeff Jarrett? Not Jeff Jarrett's music. That doesn't make sense in this context. No. What could you possibly be? The sweet stuff. Oh, from the top, top shelf. (laughs) All right. Ready? Yes. And that is the sound of 16,000 people all coming at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Holy shit. That fucking, Mm -hmm. that roar from the crowd. I mean, it's almost like, 
that's that's some intense fucking energy. It's almost like terrifying how yeah. intense that that energy is. That's like that's I don't know that I've ever heard a pop like that except for like maybe one of the rocks returns. Not in, but not even that like how sustained it was. Yeah, and and for days in Chicago afterward and everywhere he goes. It was that was fucking great. But do you notice that the um, the pops after that kind of the second one was like ah and then the third one was just kind of like a little dribble. They were all ready for a nap. <laughs> Maybe a sandwich later on. A cigarette. <laughs> yeah, shower off when they get home. <laughs> that was it was it was fucking incredible. I mean, I can't imagine saying anything that hasn't already been said about that moment. It was amazing. It's always fun to watch something live and as you're watching it realize, "Oh shit, this is fucking history." being made or like the moment leading up to history, knowing it was about to be made and then witnessing it. And then, uh, you know, one day I'll be an old man yelling about it on a street corner (laughs) right here in Hamden. Probably. Wrestlers Uh, lives matter. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) It was, I, I, that one neighbor. I, I think I, I have something I'd like to say about it. It, it literally, was everything I've been missing in wrestling for the past seven plus years. And it was the moment I had been waiting for. And it was the (laughs) only reason why I continued to watch WWE at deep down. It was the only reason why. And I knew he was, he was not coming back to WWE, but I thought, right. You know, never know. You never know. And then a dub comes up and it's just like, Oh shit. Oh shit. I got to go back to some of our early episodes because I'm pretty sure we called it maybe even <laughs> verbatim. And then a W is going to save us all. And then CM Punk's <laughs> going to come back and then everything's going to be all right again. I've been wanting to do that too, because I think that there were, there, there were times when I maybe, I know I did perhaps both of us had just had it with CM Punk. We just had it with him denying us. And we're just like, fuck you doing your fucking stupid shit. We bought your house. <laughs> but it's just because we love him so much. Or at least I do. <laughs> well, daddy's home. <laughs> so Gavin, I, I've done so much talking here Mark. and I know that you took a lot of notes in preparation for this episode. And I think I Yay! need to relinquish the floor. When you say took notes, I really just went back over the past week and a half of our text messages and just copied and pasted <laughs> them in order, which is great because we are going to go on. We're going to veer all over the road. Are you ready? You want to take a break? Yeah, actually, that's cool. But let's take a break and then we're going to come back and we are going to start with all out and just careen all over the place until this very moment of uh, the uh, debut of NXT 2.0 because it's better. <laughs> all right, boy, that was a good break. Mark, buckle up. Are you ready? I'm ready. All Out oh my was God. Sunday, September 6th, about a week and a half ago uh, from now when we are recording this. Uh, so much happened. Uh, 
I'm just going to start with Young Bucks. I'm going to run. I'm going to do this rapid fire. Just run these by you. Young Bucks Lucha Bros Cage Match. Just one of the best That's matches a I've four ever seen. Clap match, right? The, from the entrance, the Lucha Brothers entrance uh, to to the whole fucking match, to the outcome. I mean, it, to Penta's kids coming out like in tears, yeah. hugging them afterwards. It was oh. just crazy. Oh, so good. The spikes or the the thumbtacks glued onto the Nike. Ugh. Brandon Cutler tossing the bag over the top of the twenty five foot cage. I fucking love Brandon Cutler doing what he's doing. It's so oh, hilarious. Yeah. At first, I was it's like, perfect. "What is this stupid shit?" But now I fucking love it. I just, you know, yeah. It's it's a it's it's just fun. A dub's just fun. Yeah, he's their the heel stooge, and he does it perfectly, oh, he's but so in a good. way that just oh yeah. And, so great. And with the cold spray. And Michael Naka <laughs> Naka Nagazawa. Yeah. Michael Nakazawa. I got you. Don't worry, I saved you. I'm your safety net. No, that's his thing, I uh, thought, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh Michael Naka Nakazawa. Uh he's great. They're all great. The elite, they're the they're just the best heels. We'll get back to them in a second. Ruby Soho debuted. In the uh, Casino Battle Royale. Formerly wrestled oh. as Ruby Riot. I mean, that music fits her to a T. We were the biggest Ruby Riot marks. Yes, I know! It was, that was so exciting. Yeah. And now, Ruby Soho's is better. It was, I think it was during her debut that... Uh, uh, Sophia texted our neighbor to apologize for you and me shouting. <laughs> so, uh, well, it's like uh, the, my neighbor is very cool. The, and she said she couldn't hear us, which <laughs> clearly must be a lie or she's a sound sleeper. Cause woof, I've never, there's never been a pop like that from our living room. The beautiful thing about AE dub is it, it appears at least to allow all the wrestlers to be genuine and yeah. you can already tell a huge difference between ruby soho and ruby riot oh yeah it's they're the best the thing that makes wrestling great is when the wrestler can make their character an exaggerated version of themselves or a part of themselves so it's genuine and you can lean on that and i mean i don't know how wwe forgot that lesson maybe the only lesson they should have taken from the attitude era <laughs> is <laughs> hey w- these wrestlers actually do something interesting when we let them be heightened versions of themselves i wonder how that would look if uh we hired wrestlers that weren't shitheads and let them try it say poopoo show your butt <laughs> ladies take off your tops let's see woodstock your- 99 <laughs> The Attitude Era of Music Festivals. Holy fuck, that documentary. Yuck. That's another conversation. Um, fuck, uh, we had CM Punk versus Darby Allen. I honestly did not know who was going to go over in that match. No, and I didn't realize until afterward, uh, it was a tribute to a Bret Hart 1-2-3 kid match. Yeah. They did five spots almost identically from that match, and how fun must have that been? that have been to piece together 
uh, for I, I would love to know what happened behind the scenes there with Darby Allen and CM Punk talking about it must have been a match that they both loved and they wanted to, you know, pay tribute to it. And they just nailed it some, in such a cool way. Some fucking nerd shit, but it's so good. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. But I mean, come on. You got to be that to love wrestling that much to work that into that debut and uh to also you know have internet access so i have access to fans who love wrestling that much to clue me in on the shit that i miss like i wouldn't have known that that was a tribute to that match yeah of course until not. some nerds put some uh gifts together yeah i think uh punk trains with malachi black too so i bet he he probably had some input on that match too or you know maybe maybe not <laughs> Maybe, holy shit, if we get Malachi Black versus CM Punk. Oh, uh, we will. Fuck. Are you kidding me? Fuck. There are so many. Have you, you haven't gone down the roster <laughs> and played that game yet? We're going to do that right now. Hold on. Are you ready? Who, 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 who can CM Punk wrestle against? I will give you a whole list. Okay. From a website called alleliterestling.com. All right. We have... Um, well, I mean, there is Miro, the A&T, uh, TNT champion. Fuck. Kenny Omega, <laughs> the uh, AEW world champion. Obviously, they're going to be building up to that at some point. Oh, my God. Those promos are going to be so fun. Uh, Adam Page. Shit. Adam Cole. Yeah, you know, both of the Adams. <laughs> Andrade El Idolo. Oh, Fuck. Oh, I can't wait. I, I can't wait. I know. I can't wait for him to be the champion, the AEW champion. He has to. He has to get a good run. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brian Danielson. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Fuck. I'm going out of order here. Uh, Chris Jericho. <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> well, we've seen that before. Yeah. Christian. Sure. Um, but when do you think we're ever going to see CM Punk Colt Cabana? Uh, I hope so. Are those two even talking? That must be super awkward backstage. If anybody can mend that fence, it would be Tony Khan. Maybe Tony Khan was their mediator. Maybe. (laughs) So, so, it's just the uh, Jungle Boy, Jake Hager. (laughs) The possibilities are limitless. John Moxley. Yeah, that, that's, I can't fucking wait for that. Ugh. I mean, God, do you have um, Mark Quinn of Private Party? Um, just you have everybody. You have so many fucking people. Orange Cassidy <laughs> versus CM Punk. All right, yeah, so the, I've, uh, I've let us limitless. astray. Yeah, Siri, now I'm fantasy booking. Um, Kenny Omega versus Kristen Cage for the AEW World Championship. I gave this match a very strong thumbs up. I fucking so we left right before that. We left your house right before that match during yeah. the uh, QT Marshall Big Show match. I'm sorry, uh, Paul Which, White match because it was just sort of like right, yeah, meh. Cat was tired. Well, I, after seeing that uh, that Kenny Omega Christian match, I realized like, oh yeah, we needed a little breather there. Well, yeah, because everything before that, the whole night, was just fucking absurd. Pedal to the metal. So, the Bleacher Report app blows. and like, I, Oh, my God. I couldn't fucking get it on my Apple TV, so I ended up... No! And it, took, it took for fucking ever to sign in. So, by the time I turned it on, the match, like, I saw, like, the last minute of the match. 
so confusingly, uh, the Bleacher Report, there is no Apple TV app. They have an app called Bleacher Report. You can download it, and it does nothing because they've stopped supporting it. And they never got around to releasing a new one before what was probably one of their biggest pay-per-views of all time. Oh, my uh, God. I had to... Oh, it was so stupid. I had to download a Roku app onto my TV in order to get this thing. AEW needs to fucking short, sort that shit out because Bleacher Report sucks. Uh, Jesus. Well, you know, um, if ScarJo is suing Disney for $80 million, we uh, can sue Bleacher Report. Yes. <laughs> Wait, is that what no, you're going with? Tony, Tony could sue Bleacher Report. And, oh, Tony! Yeah. And I could, I could represent him. I would do a pro bono, just as a favor. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a good thing we have a podcast. He will be probably <laughs> getting this in his, uh, in his uh, PDB tomorrow. Well, they they fucking have done every single idea that we've come up with. So clearly, somebody's listening. You're welcome. Or it's just so that yeah, that match was fucking fantastic yeah, well maybe there is also that possibility but i refuse to believe it we're geniuses uh, the end of that kenny omega christian cage match was fantastic kenny omega's strutting around with the elite after that whole cheat to win ending uh, and they beat the shit out of christian cage adam cole baby comes mm. down part of the elite so fucking good. He's like, we're the elite. Nobody can beat us. And then, uh, of course, Brian Danielson comes out with a cool little version of Ride of the Valkyries. And everyone, once again, orgasms. <laughs> Including myself. <laughs> yeah. It was a fucking phenomenal. Best uh, pay-per-view I've seen. Maybe ever. Decades, if not. The only one that um, I think rivals it is ECW's One Night Stand in like 2005. <laughs> and that's when like... Joey Janela tweeted something out about... Um, well, you keep talking. I'll see if I can find it. That that was a pay-per-view where they had uh, some WWE guys come to the Hammerstein Ballroom and have a match against ECW guys, including John Cena against Rob Van Dam. And the crowd was so fucking aggressively mean to John Cena. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Like, holy shit. They hated him, and they made sure that he fucking knew how much they hated him. It yeah. was brutal. But uh, to his I credit, he put on a pretty good match. They were chanting, at one point in that match, they were chanting, you can't wrestle. And then he did another he did a, a random move that he never does as like a, a response to the crowd be like fuck you guys you think i can't wrestle yeah and then they chanted after that you still suck you still suck oh it's <laughs> brutal the bad boy joey janella right after all out tweeted i'm sorry heat wave 98 that was the best pay-per-view of all time mm. <laughs> Nice. Well, a lot of people were dialing up the Wayback Machine to compare All Out to their favorite pay-per-view because that's how well-loved it was. I mean, it was yeah. so well-received, except for, apparently, uh, some black wrestlers and other black fa wrestling fans who 
were saying on Twitter, there's an awful lot of white people in AEW. Like, you know, yeah. are you going to promote black wrestling? You advertise yourself as a all-inclusive, uh, right. you know. AEW is for everyone. Remember that? Yeah. And, um, you know, I, whom, I'm not going to disagree with them. Well, for a, a number of reasons, but one of which is uh, they're right. It's uh, yeah, pretty fucking right. <laughs> and yeah, they really still, uh, you know, the women's the women's division is still a bit lacking in terms of how much they promote it. No, mm-hmm. certainly not in the talent. No, yeah, oh yeah, definitely not. Uh, so you know, there's room for improvement, but being that. Um, so this is where I I get too like this is where I'm like too opti- optimistic and forgiving because I'm just sort of like you know guys come on maybe they're just trying to build a brand to increase their platform so that when it's larger they give they have more room and opportunity to give um, time to other wrestlers who otherwise wouldn't have had that uh, you know certainly not an opportunity in WWE. And you and Kat will definitely, Kat, very consistently, remind me, no, that's not the way to look at it. <laughs> right, yeah. Why does white have to be the default? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, another way of kind of saying that would be, if that's like really what their attitude was, which would surprise me, but it would be like, okay, so once you're getting your air quotes normal wrestlers, then you can add your diversity wrestlers. And that seems like a... Well, it seems like a WWE way of doing things. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think that, I mean, they're create, it was the, the creators were all a bunch of mostly white guys who uh, probably have wrestled mostly white guys. And it's just the, you know, that situational bias that is hard. It's really hard to um, branch out. And I hope that they do more of that and they hire more black wrestlers and feature more black wrestlers and really live up to that promise of AEW being for everyone. Because when we see the, the more different kinds of wrestlers that we have, just we've already seen how much better it makes the product. I think there are two things that can bridge racial divides in the world. <laughs> oh yeah. Food uh-huh. and professional wrestling. Oh, you know what? I think you're onto something. <laughs> they're the two. They're the two of the essential needs but of Maslow's hierarchy. These two things need to be separate, though. We don't need food no. fights in professional wrestling, right? <laughs> oh God, yeah. Uh, I tuned into NXT 2.0 just as we were recording this, and they were about to do a wrestling wedding. Ooh. Now AEW did one too, but it was Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford with uh, Miro being the best man, and they did get real-life uh, shoot-married <laughs> right before that. Um, uh, yeah, you know, and they were also kind of making fun of the concept of wrestling weddings while they did it, which was great. Okay. Um, so, all right, I, let's, 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 there's still more to go. I'm going to uh, keep this car moving. Um, they did a press conference after All Out, Brand, Braniel Dialson. <laughs> Whatever he, his name is now, and Adam Cole were keeping kayfabe backstage. Oh uh, yeah, I uh, saw you that. sent me that. Yeah, that was great. That was awesome. 
uh, Leva Bates in between them, kind of trying to keep uh, keep keep those those two uh, angry alpha males away from each other. It was pretty fucking great. Uh, Mick Foley posted a video on Facebook called WWE. We've got a problem. And he's basically he basically summed up our last 80 whatever episodes of this podcast much more succinctly than we ever did and he did it in like 30 <laughs> seconds basically saying see this is what fans want whatever that's not what fans want we were it's working insulting we were working through some things yeah it's true um so that was interesting he got some heat on that and then doubled down later with a picture of what was that he tweeted out uh Hang on, I'm loading it up. It said this in all caps, and it was uh, Johnny Impact versus Killer Cross at an Impact um, fight. Uh, and it's like, you know, like sort of what AEW does. But then at the same time, uh, there's uh, a picture on Raw of, uh, I think, is it the same dudes? Yeah, John, Mor- one of them is bl- John Morrison against yeah. Carrying Cross. Carrying Cross, right? Yeah, their new WWE names, and uh, John Morrison sitting in the corner with a squirt gun, squirting uh, Carrying <laughs> Cross in the face. Johnny Drip Drip. Johnny, oh God, that's fucking right. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, McFoley, and then uh, who was it? Who he walks around with a super with soaker, him? spraying his jizz on everybody. Mm-mm. Great, <laughs> that is great. Booker T tweeted out i agree with mcfoley 100 percent. oh shit but booker t also talked shit about cm punk's return and his monologue his promo oh so fuck booker t hmm. well i guess i should know my sources a little bit better <laughs> <laughs> you went straight to fuck booker t because <laughs> he went after your your uh your daddy um Kevin Owens' contract is up in January 2022? So, question mark? is El Generico's. Oh, yeah, you know, maybe, like, it's 2021. I don't know. Is that a problematic gimmick? Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. Well, it's not for us I to don't say. Know either. But no. maybe... We'll find out together He won't soon, come out I as think. El Generico. But I bet Kevin Steen... Oh, there's also rumored to be and debuting in in the AEW show in Rochester, which is Brody Lee's hometown. Oh yeah, Wyndham Rotunda. Who's Wyndham Rotunda? Bray Wyatt. <gasps> oh shit! What if he leads? Oh my god! What if he takes amazing. over for Brody Lee and leads the Dark Order? Leads the Dark Order? Oh my god, Mark! You just wrote it and just fucking turns them into something. just the thing that they've been missing oh my god they need a leader fuck man well fandango just got a a Brody lee tribute tattoo maybe he could lead the dark order i would like to see fandango and tyler breeze yeah in a ring the ring again um can i just say something real quick about uh black wrestlers i'm sure that they're are a lot of independent wrestlers. I know that there are a lot of independent wrestlers I don't know about. And I don't spend a lot of time watching wrestling other than AEW and occasionally mm-hmm. some Ring of Honor and, you know, occasionally some WWE. Um, 
I have to say, their WWE's roster. So Bobby Lashley had been the champion for a long time. Bianca Belair main event at WrestleMania. Bobby Lashley lost the championship last night when Big E cash, yeah. cashed in his Money in the Bank. Now he's the new champion. And I know. I mean, like, fuck yes. Like, are you telling me if the New Day w- were free agents that AEW wouldn't just throw fucking piles of cash their way? Like, oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, WWE. Like, I don't. I'm not going to start listing black wrestlers, but I mean, WWE's roster just has like fucking. Like really, really great wrestlers. There's just no oh, denying yeah. it. Yeah, Un- undoubtedly. And I mean, like, and it could all be used so much better. Yeah. Well, they yeah, definitely better. But WWE has, like, you know, it seems like they have a lot of black wrestlers. They just don't promote them enough. Mm-mm. But I, do not. I mean, so I, 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 I say all that. Like, this is uncomfortable to talk about. Maybe I shouldn't have talked about it at sure. all. I don't really know how to talk about race without sounding racist, just because Kat tells me everything people say is racist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that's also kind of the discomfort of, you know, being white and male and then realizing like, oh shit, maybe, maybe, maybe things are so good for me because they were built on the backs of others. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that makes me feel bad, and it's good to con- you know be uncomfortable and sit with discomfort rather than just saying shit. Well, that sucks. Anyway, uh, Woodstock twenty twenty two. So, like, it's very easy to bury your head in the sand about it. Yeah, I think talking about it's good. Well, so I guess I, I just don't know. Like, I mean, you're not calling for fewer black wrestlers. No, definitely. Good. No, so, not at all. I I want to see Mark. I heard you. You said no more black wrestlers. I, you know, food and professional wrestling would bridge racial divides in across the world. And, um, yeah. you know, it's just like, I, I don't know who is available for a dub to potentially sign. Certainly there are tons of, or not tons. There are, I mean, anybody on WWE's roster would just about... Anybody on WWE's roster is immensely talented. It's just a fact. Oh, yeah. And and so, like... I mean, as of right now, yeah. Yeah, so, like, if any of those wrestlers were to become available, I'm sure AEW would be banging down their doors. I just... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what independent wrestlers are out there that people want to see in an AEW ring that would, um, I guess, address the criticisms of them not appearing to be as inclusive as they claimed that they were going to be. There's probably a ton of them. I don't know much about indie wrestlers either. I'm starting to learn more because of AEW. Well, somebody who I... It's up to us to seek out more wrestlers of color and then tweet at WWE to make it happen. Yeah. I mean, AEW, oh, fuck. (laughs) I saw someone tweet, um, like, you know, basically about this, uh, uh, kind of on on this more narrow topic. And this person tweeted, like... Don't tell me that AEW doesn't 
doesn't have the ability to just promote anybody at random because for like the three episodes of Dynamite leading up to All Out, uh, Daniel Garcia basically closed out the show. And yeah. I, I don't know who the fuck Daniel Garcia is. He's great. He's obviously fucking awesome because, I mean, he he killed it and in, in the, in the opportunities that he had. And, you know, after seeing that tweet, I was just like, shit, you know? Yeah, like, I don't know who fucking Daniel Garcia is, but I do now. And really... Yeah, exactly. That... That obviously could have been anybody because AEW, like the booking is just, is so smart and so well done. And they put people in a position to, well, I don't say that, I guess I can't say that across the board because one, I haven't been watching. I went a long time without watching, but two, like that we talked about how they don't uh, push the women's wrestling enough, but uh, at least the men's roster. I mean, they they book the they book all that shit so well, like long term stories. Mm-hmm. Every match means something. Like they stick to stipulations. There's not like goofy fifty fifty booking. It's not rematch after rematch right. every week. You know, it's it's they have rankings. Yeah, it's all it's all good shit. And <laughs> you know, so anyways, I I guess I I've, I've said my my piece about this, and it's not really a piece. I guess I'm just sort of, and maybe you're right. Maybe like I'm feeling conflicted because I feel like I don't want to take part of watching a wrestling promotion that is fucking racist anymore. You know, I did that for so long yeah. with WWE. I turned a blind eye sure. to all of their Ugh. fucking just racist and sexist past and the fucking Saudi Arabia thing. Saudi Arabia thing. Jesus Ugh, Christ. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to do that anymore. And I want AEW to be everything that it has been and more. And so maybe you're right. Maybe I do, if I care that much and I want to um, practice what I preach, then maybe I do need to spend some time searching for uh, some indie matches to learn about some new wrestlers and then, you know, follow them on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's the way to do it. And buy their gear and stuff. What you were saying about, especially pro wrestling, bringing people together and people who maybe wouldn't normally talk to each other. Um, I was in the grocery store this week where with my AEW hoodie was like one of the cool days we had here before it's turned into 90 degrees again. Uh, And, um, you know, like normally you go to the grocery store and you have the people who are working there stocking the shelves. You kind of nod, maybe say hi if you like you're reaching into their area to get something. But other than that, people don't really talk to each other that much in the grocery store. Um, but I was like, I'm getting some, like I was getting a sandwich from like the prepared section. I don't know why I, that detail is unimportant. And I just hear a guy go, A.E. Dub! And I turned around and it was a guy who worked at the grocery store and we had a uh, like this great talk about CM Punk coming back and how excited he was. And then he said like, he really wants to see Braun Strowman show up on AEW. And I kind of thought, eh, okay, <laughs> well, to, each, to each their own. But I mean, pro wrestling brings people together food in this case, food and pro wrestling together, put me in a situation to talk, to have a conversation with someone that I probably wouldn't normally. We ran into each other over in the dairy aisle later, and I said, "Hey, yeah, hey again." It's like always good to see a fan. Couple of dairy boys. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I guess that's what male cows are called. I don't know. Dairy boys? Yeah, there's a there's it has something to do with I don't know, dairy I, dairy I, cows. But so cat cat calls me a dairy boy because I drink regular milk. Like I don't <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. It's brutal in this household. Um All right. Rapid fire here. Are you ready? You ready for this? Yeah, sure. Mark, we're gonna bring it home. Okay. Um uh, are you curious? You want to hear what, uh, according to Meltzer, Vince McMahon's plans were for Adam Cole? What? If he was going to stay in WWE? Yeah. Uh, they were going to bring him up to the main roster and get paired with Keith Lee. Uh, they were going to change his name because they were worried about having two Coles, both Adam and Michael, on the show. Michael! Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they were going to kind of use him as like a Leo Rush character. Like the way he did with Bobby Lashley. Well, that really helped Leo um, Rush's career. See, yeah, oh, Leo Rush, who I last I heard had retired I th- from wrestling. I think he might uh, be on his way back into the ring now. Ooh, I'm excited about that. Okay, um, what else happened? Uh, Al Snow saved a child from a riptide this week. So, <laughs> Al Snow, hero. No one saw that coming. Uh, finally, something McFoley can't make fun of him for. Can I? Um, you told. Can you? What's that? Can you keep running this down? I'm going to put you on mute real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good sign that the show's going real well. No, and, I think uh, all this is very. I can't hear you at all because you're on mute. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. But I was talking. In, press... I was talking into my microphone that's recording. I just, I really, <laughs> I really need to go to the bathroom real quick. But you can, I can still hear you, but I don't want you to listen to me. Uh, you don't want me to hear you pissing. And I don't, I appreciate and it. I don't want Rana Joy or Ryan to hear, hear me either. So, Oh, the best this part is, is be that weird, I can run but... this down yeah. without any of your reactions. Remember when we took a break? <laughs> we took a break during the podcast and I said, now, Mark, do you need a pee-pee? And he said, uh, no. That was, I, that was 30. We're in the car. That was... We are in the car. <laughs> On we've just pulled out onto the highway. That was like, thirty. I have to go. That was thirty minutes in a Topo Chico ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark is off camera. I hope he muted. Yes. Uh, uh, Mark, uh, I totally lost my place. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, my, uh, jeez, I can't do the show without you. Obviously, Adam Cole. We said that. Um. All right. Odds and ends here. Uh, Biden declassifies secret FBI report detailing Saudi nationals connections to 9-11. I guess um, what I'm just trying to say is don't forget, everybody, to tune in to the Crown Jewel on October 21st, live um, from Riyadh. So. That was a real quick piss. So, yeah, I really had to go. So that was. It's an interesting note to finish on, and it, it's a perfect segue to the question that was posed at the beginning of this episode, which is, what do we call ourselves? Are we politics and pro, pro wrestling, or do we go back to the mid-card mechanics? And I I have a confession to make, Gavin. Yep. I I liked politics and pro wrestling, but I, I loved the mid-card mechanics. And yeah, talking politics and trying to make it funny and more palatable and like, I don't know, trying to like make it like a 
uh, highlight the ab- absurdity that's happening. Right. Does not mean that it's any less <laughs> real. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help with my depression. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm glad that we worked through it together on the podcast. Uh, I'm glad that Ryan and Rana Joy came along for the journey, our two listeners. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Rana Joy. Yeah, I think that I I I am I fucking I I'm like a kid watching wrestling again. It's fucking great. I love we AEW. we founded this podcast on a joy of uh, <laughs> of uh, we built it on on our shared love of professional wrestling. And boy, did WWE test that well, over the years and drove us into a dark place. I think we're ready to emerge from. Yeah, holy shit, man. Let's. let's talk about this real quick so we it was like yeah let's get into it it's been i think a little over two years since we've been doing this show if i remember right yeah actually it might even be three because i had just seen pearl jam in seattle (laughs) and that was august 8th and august 10th 2018 you were flying high yeah and uh so yeah we've been doing this for three fucking years we were only two years what? Yeah, we were only right. a little over two years into the Trump presidency, the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. The midterms hadn't happened yet. And I mean, like, oh, God, you're right. COVID hadn't happened. And so many things. He hadn't even been impeached yet the first time. Definitely not the second time. So, like, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, you know, we were only four years removed from punk. And we were just, like, still kind of like, Hey WWE, oh. like you used to not, you used to not just come home angry and beat us. You used to come home and <laughs> <laughs> tell us a story. Yeah, <laughs> in the ring, <laughs> rub my back until I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the first episode mark was August twenty third, twenty eighteen. Holy we just shit! Just missed man. our three year anniversary. Well, we just got to do, uh, we got to bring the mid-card mechanics back because it has been our love for so long. We're, and wrestling is back. I'm ready to love wrestling again. Yeah, it's almost like um, a, a band finding its uh, the spirit and the sound that it had in its first album. I think that... Yeah, we had that we had that journey. We had a sophomore slump. <laughs> and uh, from here on out, it's going to be nothing but eternal classics. I think, uh, like... Um, it, Pitchfork 9.8, if you will. <laughs> the show started on the premise of, look, let's, let's, wrestling should be better. Here are some things about yeah. wrestling that is stupid. And then, you know, a little, a little dash of politics. Because, again, the absurdity of the carnival that right. was the Trump administration and the carnival that was WWE. Uh, you mean WWE... Celebrity wing Hall of Famer <laughs> slash former United States president. Ugh. I love the former in that. Holy shit. In both, yes. All right, Mark. That sounds like a good deal. Um, I just want to go through a couple of things we have to look forward to as the mid-card mechanics from now on. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, in uh, a week from tomorrow, AEW Dynamite Grand Slam uh it's a big show i don't know why we're gonna get we're gonna get that cody rhodes match um i think we have some surprises it's gonna be fun it's their Um, first show in new york city it is their first show in new york city Mm -hmm. who's from new york city 
I guess we'll find out. I'm, I don't know why. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just expecting a, a debut. <laughs> I don't know. It could just be a bunch of really great matches. Uh, still no location for full gear on November 13th. Uh, Royal Farms doesn't have anything on their calendar. So it worked great last time in 2018. Uh, go ahead and bring them back. I'll text my contact now. 20. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Can you text your contact to make full gear happen? Wait, your contact can make that happen. I'll tell him to, I'll tell him to try. Yeah. Tell full gear, uh, tell AE dub, come back to Baltimore. I mean, if he's not convinced, show him my tweet. (laughs) Will do. Holy shit. If we could make this happen. Make sure that if it happens, full gear needs to be brought to you by the mid-card mechanics. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. Reason, full gear and front row seats. But it's not, we don't know that it's coming to Baltimore. We have to get it to come to Baltimore first. I know. I'll remember what, what the plan is. Oh. Oh, you're okay. Just setting it a note. We got this. <laughs> get the wheels in motion. <laughs> All right, I'm feeling good about this, Mark. Uh, and I have a confession also to make. Um, I never switched our URL back away from Midcard Mechanics. So the good news is we can still just send people to midcardmechanics.com. Sweet. And we can just go back so to the old, uh, the old album, Mark. Yep, and, and th- but we're keeping the music. Oh, fuck yeah, the I'll, music is I'll great. Switch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to add some new samples. <laughs> All right. Can we go out? Mark. Can you do me one more favor? Absolutely. How do you, how do you want to you want to go out? Uh, I want to go out. You want you want to go out uh, with uh, as the champ or on your back? I want to go out with the sweet stuff again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.